the WNBA Gambling Podcast. So on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Look, score exclusive perks and exclusive content only at our pick for our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real, villain real, real, from Virginia here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. There we go. There we go. The drop made it another day. And, you know, it's Sunday. I got my guy, Scott Studio Rochelle, with me. Scotty, beat me up. Scott, what's going on? Eh, nothing much. Uh, looking forward to going through the schedule here on Sunday. A lot of games. I'm not used to seeing six games on the same day. So I'm not really sure why everybody had the day off yesterday, but hopefully the games today make it worth it. Do you know why they had nobody playing yesterday? Because it felt kind of random. Uh, so that we could have a six-game slate today. I mean, got to give a day I guess, off. I guess. Everybody's going to okay. play. So. Yeah. And, you know, we were all very, very occupied with watching Blake Crawford beat the fuck out of Errol Spence last night. So, you know, I really wasn't too, too mad that we didn't have games throughout the day because I was looking forward to that fight last night. That, whoo-wee, I'd hate to get embarrassed like that. that. That fight was kind of a letdown, wasn't it? Yeah, just a tad bit, just a tad bit. I was, but, watching, I was watching UFC, so I turned it over, and I'm like, oh, you know, maybe they're – I thought it might go the distance, that Crawford fight. I wasn't sure if anybody would really go for it, but it's like, so yeah, right. Gate. Gaethje Round wins one. by insane head kick, and then it's just like, oh, let me change over. It's like, oh, Crawford completely killed them the entire fight. I'm like, well, that's just upsetting. And Spence has a rematch clause, so they might actually run it back. Oh, crap. What happened to you? Oh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what that was. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know either. All right, here we go. We have a six-game slate. Let's get into it, Scott. First game up on the docket. We have the Minnesota Lynx against the Connecticut Sun. Sun welcoming the Lynx into Connecticut. Minus 11 and a half. 161 is the total there. Injury report for these two teams, and it looks like for Connecticut. Clean, clean injury report. Don't see anybody up here. Let me make sure I refresh this, actually. Uh, Rebecca Allen's questionable with the hip injury. There we go. So that's it for the Connecticut Sun from the Minnesota Lynx. You know, Nafisa Collier is going to be out for about three to four more games. I think they said it was with that ankle injury. Rachel Bantam is out with a thumb injury. Natalia Chonwa is still out indefinitely, personal reasons. And then you have Emily Engsler, who is out as well. Well, questionable. She's questionable with the shoulder injury. So, last game, Minnesota wins as 14-point dogs against the New York Liberty. 
Now they're on the road again. Now it's up to 12 and a half. Okay, Scott, I see what you're talking about. Now it's up to 12 and a half. I mean, I'm just here to fade the Minnesota train. How about you? Uh, yeah, well, for me, I just think the links, even though they were missing Collier and it was, an, it was a really disappointing loss by the Liberty, the Liberty were also on a back-to-back, which is a pretty rare spot in WNBA, and I blindly fade teams on the back-to-back all the time. Uh, so mm-hmm. I wasn't as shocked by the Liberty's no-show as most people. Still an embarrassing loss, don't get me wrong, at home against a team missing its best player. I mm-hmm. think Connecticut's going to bury this team. Uh, the Lynx got a win that they weren't expecting. Uh, and I do mm-hmm. think, once again, the Sun are not afraid of taking care of business. The Liberty were in a bad scheduling spot, but they also overlooked their opponent. Connecticut, we know, is not going to do that. I think Connecticut buries them. I think they win this game by 15-plus. Yeah, I'm I'm same way as you. I, if anything, I think that there's a potential for Connecticut to maybe have, like, a little slight of, you know, not care in the second half because they could be up so big, but even that not care might not even matter for them. So I'm a hundred percent with you here in the uh, fade Connecticut train. And I'm all right with fate. You know, like you look at how we got here. What was that? Oh no, that's the wrong team. All right. Yeah. No fade, fade Connecticut. I mean, fade the Minnesota train for me. Give me Connecticut first half minus six and a half. That's at minus minus one twenty. I see here. And for the total, I'm just sticking in the first half of this game. I really don't like playing with blowouts too, too much. And I think this will be a blowout. But uh, give me that under 181 and a half. And I'm just going to say Minnesota struggles to score this time around. We know Connecticut can run a slow pace. What what number did you say? 81 and a half. Oh, okay. In the first half. Okay. Yeah, first half. Yeah. 81 and a half in the first half, going under. I think Minnesota's going to struggle to score this time around. Connecticut defensively, especially in the perimeter, makes it really, really tough. So I don't think that, you know, Caitlin McBride is going to get a bunch of easy looks from three. Uh, and so give me Connecticut here to get it done in the first half. I like Connecticut, Connecticut team total. I like the under. Yeah. Yep, same pitch. All right, any player props you like? Uh, not really. I mean, AT assists is always a given. Her, her yeah. double. Bonner should have a good game. I think she's in line to once again uh, be solid. But for the most part, not really. Uh, we know Connecticut's going to be mostly through uh, Thomas and through Bonner. So I'm, I'm kind of just going to use those as the main options. Maybe if you want to take a pivot, like hide them in threes, if you think she's going to get hot from three, that mm-hmm. could be an interesting look. But for the most part, I think that's basically it. All right. I, um, yeah, AT assist is really uh, – this blow – like, I want to take somebody's points, but, well, maybe DeWanna Bonner because they kind of lowered her. She could get that in a half. G- give me Diamond Miller, man. Give me Diamond Miller say, over 16 and a half. If somebody's going to score on this team, I'm going to say it's Diamond. So, give me Diamond over 16 and a half there. All right. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of misses. So Alyssa Thomas over nine and a half rebounds. This could be like a really quick three quarter triple double for her, actually. So it could be. All right. I'll, I'll take her assists, rebounds, and Diamond Miller points prop. Okay. Before we get to the next game of the slate, got to talk to you about our Patreon because do your part against the war against corporate gambling and sign up for the SGP Patreon because we want you. <laughs> And 
ad get, you get ad free censored shows like the SGPN stories with just decades of being DJs and crazy stories to tell. Oh man, I think I got to tell the time that I folded away ten thousand dollars in Vegas because I'm an idiot in week one. That's a good story. So I might have to say that for the SGP stories. That's a pretty good story. Uh, there's even a Discord channel. And guess what? You get a whole bunch of exclusive perks. You get uh, contests, all of this stuff. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. righty, here. Let's move on to the next game of the slate. 3 p.m. on the East Coast. We got the Washington Mystics traveling to Atlanta to play the Atlanta Dream. The Atlanta Dream are minus seven and a half. 165 and a half is total injury report here for these two teams. And I have here for the Atlanta Dream, nothing to report for the Washington Mystics. A lot more to report because, you know, EDD, Shakira Austin, Ariel Atkins, three starters, they're still out. Christy Tolliver is going to be out. Queen Egbo is questionable with an ankle injury. Scott, seven and a half with Atlanta. I mean, Washington's been brutal on the road, man. I'm, I'm going to lay it. I, I still don't know what the hell that performance was over the weekend by the Mystics where they lost by like 30 points. I, I can't back Washington. They're missing too many people. Atlanta's been a very solid team this year, but they are off of a pretty underwhelming showing there where they borderline no-showed that game against the Liberty. It was a double-digit point win for the Liberty. I would say even though we've seen bigger blowouts, the Dream definitely could have put together a better effort there. So I do expect a much better effort from them moving forward in this game in particular. You can make the argument the same thing with the Mystics, but... I feel like we faded the Sparks for a month for the exact same reason that we're going to be fading the Mystics now. They're just uh-huh. missing too many good players. Like, I, I just feel like that's as simple as it is. You know, you're looking around trying to find ways to back the Mystics, but you really can't. They're just missing too many options. And even if you're looking at Sykes or Cloud having big games, it's really the only way that they can even cover and the Dream have the firepower with Howard and Gray and Parker to match that and then some. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Dream at home because you mentioned how bad the Mystics are on the road. But even in general, I wouldn't even be back in the Mystics at home at this point. They're just missing too many good players. Yeah, last five games, Mystics are one and four straight up. Two and three against the spread. You look at what they're doing on the road this season. They are three and nine against the spread uh, on the road and four and eight straight up. So very, very brutal. They lost by 28 on the, I know, I know Dallas is a good team and all, but still like that. No, no, it's brutal. 62 points in a game is brutal, regardless of how you spend it. And that's where I'm (sighs) Brittany Sykes and Natasha cloud offensively can both score 20 and carry them. (sighs) Well, they're going to need to. If they don't, they're screwed. I would have, I would have loved to catch this at the open. What was the open? Like five, three and a half. Three and a half. Really? Yes. So okay. seven and a half. Ah uh, man. I think the dream won by like 10, 10, 15. Yeah, Washington second halves are brutal, man. Yeah, let's I'm go. Sure, I'm not sure they're going to screw. Like, seven. 
I think here's my better play. I'll take dream. I mean, I'll take dream minus seven. My better play is give me a team total on the over on the Atlanta dream. This Washington team has been really, really bad defensively with the three, with those three out. And they just haven't been able to find it. And they've been just, like I said, relying on Brittany Sykes and Natasha Cloud both to drop 20 plus points and put them in the game. They're not trying to defend. And so give me an Atlanta dream team total over. If, if Washington finds some type of life, I don't think it's going to be defensively. So, yeah, I'll take a team total over for the Atlanta dream in this one. Let me get you a line on that. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no. What kind of player process are you looking for? Although I missed uh, for the dream, I see 86 and a half uh, for a team total. Yeah, I'll take it like this. Let's roll through Washington, what they've done in the past five games. And they gave up 90 to the wings. They gave up 97 to the Lynx, gave up 69 to the Mercury. It's the Mercury, but 69 to the Mercury. Then they gave up 96 to the Liberty. They gave up 82. 82 to the fever like they're not doing anything defensively and this uh, dream team can score and score in bunches and we've seen that be done plenty of times in their games recently when you look at what they've been doing yeah uh, by the way the dream did beat them at home earlier this season by five but deladon at 31 points so once again now they're just missing a bunch of production so i don't think they're gonna be able to overcome that uh as for props i tried sykes last game it didn't work uh, so I do think I am going to take Atlanta's guards to have a massive game here because uh-huh. the Mystics can't really guard anybody, and that kind of segues into your team total over. But I'm looking at the numbers here, and I see Howard at 17.5 and, and Gray at 17.5. Uh-huh. Both of them can go over. I see Parker at 12.5. I know Parker hasn't been as great offensively lately, but still. I, I do think when you're looking at how this team is structured, they still need Gray and Howard to do the heavy lifting. So I think I like both of them over 17 and a half. Like I can really see a world where both players just have insane games here. And I think if I had to pick one person over the other, I'd probably lean to gray because Uh gray did have 26 against the mystics last time out. But I think when you're just looking at how the mystics have been playing lately, they can't guard anyone. So Uh I'll back the two main scores for the dream to have big games. Give me a, Potentially a gamble here. Give me Gray and Howard to each have 20-plus points. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I really like Gray today. I think Gray has has the big game today, but I like both of those guards. And I'll take my chance on Brittany Sykes again. When she doesn't get the prop, she comes back the next game. So I mean, I have to take the chance anyway because the volume's there for Sykes. I'm just pointing out that she was pretty brutal over the weekend, but so was the entire Oh, yeah. Game. Yeah, no, I agree with you. All right. Excuse me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, next game on the slate. Let's talk about the New York Liberty traveling West Coast to play the Los Angeles Sparks. Liberty are an eight-and-a-half-point road favorite. 168-and-a-half is the total injury report here for these two teams. And we have for the New York Liberty, as you know, Stephanie Dosa, Han Shu. And for the Los Angeles Sparks, Lexi Brown is questionable with that illness. Shanae Gumake, Nia Cloudin, Katie Lou Samson, they are still all out. All right. I mean, this is, a, again, Liberty, brutal three-game stretch. You had it back-to-back, then you had a day off, then you had to fly cross-country and go play, and go play Los Angeles. However, Los Angeles is running into a train that I do not want to get in front of, and that is the New York Liberty coming off a loss. 
let's see here. New York Liberty this season coming off of a loss. ATS, they are, what is that, four and one? No, five and one. Five and one ATS. Five and oh. Well, they can't be five and wait. They can't be five and one off a loss because they no, have four and one. Last yeah, four and one. one. Okay, so that's the math. I was trying to do the math right. All right, so yeah. four and one off a loss. Four and oh uh, in first half ATS off of a loss. So the they total, push, they the total's a little them. bit. The total is is a little nothing, but. So they pushed in one of the first halves because you said they were four and oh, but there's five games. Five, five and a. All right, I'm five trying to do this. Is this is a game off? So I'm trying to do the. Uh, I'm trying to do the conversion of that last game. But okay, so we got four and one, five and zero, oh, five and zero oh in the first half, four and one straight up. Either way, it's a very very dangerous train to get in front of. That's the point I'm trying to make here. <laughs> so, I mean, that's such a bad scheduling spot. But it's like, Spartans been brutal. And the injuries are not helping. And as Liberty brutal as they've been, lost. at least they're better than the, the fever that was proven over the past week. So <laughs> yeah, very that. much so. so. Two games in a row. I know they're rolling. Maybe they make it interesting. I'm not putting my money on it. Give me New York Liberty. I'll take. I'm going to keep the trend going. Five again, five and zero oh in the first half. Four and one off of a loss. Straight up for the full game. I'm gonna go ahead and go with the New York Liberty here. I like them in the first half, though. I think even with the scheduling spot, and it is a brutal scheduling spot, they can re- they really really lock in off of a loss just to kind of you know get their lit back. So I like them minus what's the first half line minus four and a half in the first half. Yeah, for me, I'm gonna try not to overthink this one. Number might seem a bit high, but I don't know if I fully agree with that. I think that the Liberty, once again, are in line to have a nice bounce-back performance after they no-showed against the team missing its best player, which makes uh-huh. it a very dangerous spot to take the Sparks. Having said that, the Liberty can't guard anybody, and they nope. haven't even been trying to guard anybody for the last couple of weeks. The Sparks nope. team total is 79.5. I know, I know, once again, the Sparks aren't the greatest offensive team. But even with them not being the greatest, they're still averaging 78.5 points per game. So it's not like that they're averaging an insane amount below this number. I'm going to go with the over on this one. You had the two games against the Fever, which they were kind of cruising over, and then the games died in the second half. But I do think when you're looking at the Liberty with points allowed, I got to go with the Sparks team total over at home because you mentioned it's a bad scheduling spot for the Liberty. So maybe they don't bring it defensively. Maybe they have a game like they did against the Fever, where they score 100-plus points, they win the game comfortably, but they still give up 83. But I just I just want to read off the points allowed here for the last couple games. 88, 84, 82, 83, 87, 98, 87. So they're just, they're just handing out 80-plus points every game. Like, I got to go with the over on the Sparks. At least they're at home. It's a good scheduling spot for them. I know talent-wise, the Liberty are better, but defensively, they just don't care. So I'll go with the Sparks team total over. 
Do you think that our new listeners realize that we're Liberty fans? I'm just being honest. I mean, I'm, I know that. Getting- no, but it's like we haven't said a good thing about the Liberty since the beginning of the season. Well, they don't really deserve it when you lose outright as 14-point favorites. And it's so like, funny because they're like, 18 and 6. Like, they're still having a great season, but by all expectations. Well, they're having a great season record-wise, but they were viewed as being the potential savior against the Aces dominance in the league. And we know the Aces are going to beat the crap out of them in a series, probably in a sweep. But they're yeah, not on the same level. Like that's brutal. the difference. It's so bad. Like, oh my gosh. Like, the reason why we're annoyed at the Liberty is because they were assembled as some type of dream team, and you're supposed to get an Aces Liberty all time great finals. I'm not even sure the Liberty get through the Eastern Conference. Like that's. The I was problem. about to say Connecticut. Yeah, I don't even know if they if they run into Connecticut. I don't know. So we'll see here. I. So Liberty over pretty still a easy, great but. team comparatively speaking, but they had insane expectations. So they're not living up to those expectations. That's really what's, it. What's that Liberty uh, first half team total looking like? That I don't have. I believe you're the only one I know that has access to that type of information. Uh, DK has it sometimes. I, I, bet I, it on I, I don't DK see before. it. I don't see it on DK. Okay. Let me see here. Good old bet three six five. Let me see what you'll give me for the first half. Oh, wrong game. Big bucks, big bucks. No whammy, no whammy. <laughs> hey, I are I, you I going to NFL week one? Are you going to NFL week one? Uh, I might. Uh, so I'm gonna look into it, but I should be able to. So I need I need another insane craps run in Vegas, man. All right, forty five and a half minus one twenty, over forty five and a half. Minus 120 in the first half for the New York Liberty. That is probably going to be my best bet of the day. Not going to lie there. Uh, and shoot, give it over 40 and a half for the Sparks. I mean, the Liberty just let people show up and do whatever. Like, they just let people do whatever. Man, such a depressing team to be 18 and 6. It really is. It's like, it's funny. Have you seen the memes where it's like Connecticut 18 and 6, and it's like a. Mm, Wait, no, it's like a, a New York Liberty 18 and 6, and it's a person, and, and they're like, mm, all right, whatever. And then you hear Connecticut 18 and 6. You're like, oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm just imagining the McDonald's worker meme where it's just like the, the – I forgot the – it was like a heavier guy on the left side, and it's like broke, you know, whatever. And then you see the yeah. woman on the other side. It's like empowered. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like that. That's basically what it is. Like they're both eighteen and six, yet we're trash talking to Liberty and we're hyping up the Connecticut. Well, Connecticut was a hype team, but they also lost like their second. They lost Jacquel Jones to the Liberty and they have the same record. And they lost Brianna Jones. So they lost like two of their best three players from last year and they're still like this good. That's that's the difference. If they have Brianna Jones, I don't know. Liberty might might took a L to them. I wouldn't pick them if they if uh I wouldn't pick the Liberty if Connecticut still had Brianna Jones, but all right. Indiana fever. Wait, no. Oh, by the way, we're blindly taking John Quell rebounds, right? Yes, easy. Okay. Because she did fly over over the weekend. Yes. It was seven and a half. I don't know. What's her rebounds at now? Whatever it is, it's not high enough. I feel like it's probably not. Eight I'm assuming half. it's at eight and a half, if I had to eight guess. And a half. Yeah, it's um, eight and a half. Over, sure. All right. Let me see here. Before we get to the next game of slate, I'll talk to you about underdog fantasy because NFL is right around the corner. So, you know, Best Ball Mania 4 is here where they're giving away three 
million dollars or three million dollars to the first place of best ball mania four they have 15 million dollars of prizes overall and they got a pick them contest where you can play those WNBA player props you can play nfl props you play mlb props mlb daily contest WNBA daily contest head over to the underdogfantasy.com use promo code sgpn get 100 percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn all righty here. Next game on the slate, we have the Indiana Fever welcoming the Seattle Storm. Who? Last episode, where are we at? They stormed. And the uh, Chicago Sky, now they are again on the road. And again, a four-point favorite on, I mean, four-point underdog on the road against the Indiana Fever. 162.5 is the total. That's actually dropped five points. Injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Seattle Storm, nothing to report. It looks like Jordan Horston's coming back from that little abscess that she had. For the Indiana Fever, you just know it's Nalisa Smith. She's going to be out for a little while with that foot injury. You know, we, we made a pact about a month ago. We did? That we're not laying points with Indiana? That is correct. We said we're not doing it. So <laughs> I'm, taking sto- I'm taking the storm. So here's you, my you issue. watch those Here, four games against the Sparks. I, I can't trust this damn team. They don't use their best player. Yeah, that's really it, man. Like, that's, re- that's really it for me. The second half, like, not getting any usage out of Aaliyah Boston. And Aaliyah Boston's actually un- unbettable. Like, she's literally unbettable. I'm not going to say she's injured. Her under. Like, they don't even have an excuse of not to just give her the rock. Like, Nalissa's no. not even playing. Her second, like, please just go look at her second half numbers. Like, there's too many times I bet Aaliyah Boston, she's had 10 points in the first half and not covered her points prop in the second half. So It's not even know, her fault. It, they just don't give her shots. I Because of that, I don't care. Give me Seattle plus four. Yeah, I think Seattle's going to win the game. Uh, once again, Seattle's given me problems recently because I back them and they get buried and they beat uh, Chicago the game after. Uh, but the point is, I do think when you're looking at how this team is structured, they can give the Fever problems because the Fever don't use their size advantage ever in any of these games. <laughs> so if you want to go into a guard battle against Jewel Lloyd, have fun. But I'm going to pick Seattle. <laughs> oh, that would be fun if uh, Kelsey Mitchell and Jewel Lloyd got it. I might, have to, little, I want, I want might have to do a little SGP today. Remember yeah. last year, Mitchell she, was just walking into 25 a decent amount. Like this year, she really hasn't so had here's many the difference. games. Here's the difference. And it's because last year you were getting Kelsey Mitchell 8 for 22, 23, 24 points. Yeah. And now you're getting Kelsey Mitchell – who is her shots seven for 10, yeah. seven for 10. And she's tapping out at, you know, 16, 17 points, but she's getting better looks. So now we just need her to tap back into that Kelsey Mitchell of last year where she was taking every shot. That's going to need to, because what they're trying to do right now isn't working because they keep losing. So maybe they should just let Mitchell and Boston and Boston cook and try to ignore everyone else because the team really isn't that talented besides yeah. the main two players. Yep. Even though this is drastically better than last year, last year was not where you wanted to oh, Last year, more. might have been the worst teams of all time. I, I so, missed that team. That was free money for about two straight months. They lost, no. what, like 18 straight games? Yeah. It, 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 it was, was a beautiful really thing. Bad. And it, was, it wasn't just losing. They weren't covering either. Oh, so. no. I'm a, Oh, yeah. I was laying 20 <laughs> with the Aces against them, and they won by like 30. It was, it was a good time. All right. Everybody's on the under. I mean, I get it. 
I think I, I would just, just take I would just take Indiana team. I would just take Indiana team total under, actually. With as a four point favorite, I just take their team total under and just sit here and say that they're not gonna give the ball to the people that need to score to score. And that's gonna draw this total under. But I see Jewel Lloyd at twenty two and a half. I, I think she can just go for thirty. We saw yeah, Canada me- Canada killed this backcourt over the last two games. Yeah, she did. Jewel, 22 and a half. Kelsey Mitchell, 16 and a half. I'm not, I'm not. Aaliyah Boston is getting the Bam Adebayo treatment from me. Jewel has killed me constantly, but Jewel, 30 plus points, <laughs> plus 570. Yeah. Her props at 22 and a half. Like, Let's do th- it. really? 570? Let's do, Let's do it. 25, by the way, is plus 152. Ew, it's not worth it. I, I, I think 30 is worth a look. So, yeah. Let's go 30, 30 plus for Jewel Lloyd. You know how never, I will never argue ever a Jewel Lloyd prop. I think she can go for 40 every single game. Oh, if I bet it, she's clearly going to end up going like seven for 25. But, you know, I got right, it. Well, don't bet it. <laughs> Take the L for all of us. All right. Next game on the slate. <laughs> I didn't. So because Jewel Lloyd's playing in the last game, I didn't call it the toilet bowl. This might actually be a toilet bowl. Nah, Kalia Copper. I can't let I can't let Kalia Copper be in a toilet bowl, but it's very very close. Phoenix Mercury on the road playing Chicago Sky. Chicago's laying seven and a half. One fifty five and a half is the total there. Injury report for these two teams, and we have for the Chicago Sky. Looks like pretty clean injury report. You have uh, what we already knew in out for the season. Rebecca Gardner, Beth, Isabel Harrison, Sika Cone is actually suspended. Uh, Got to get more information on that. I didn't even know that, but she's she is actually suspended for this game. Whoa, there we go. And for the Phoenix Mercury, we have Diane Sarasi, who is questionable with the quadricep injury. And Brittany Griner is missing the next two games because of personal reasons. So got to throw that out there. With that being said, no Brittany Griner, potentially no Diana Tarasari. How can we ever, ever, ever take anything, any type of play on the uh, Phoenix Mercury? I'm not. Uh, this guy screwed me over last game, but Griner was the only good thing about this team besides Sophie Cunningham threes. Shout out to her. But still, I don't think the Mercury are good. And at 10 to 1 to miss the playoffs, I feel pretty good right now. So that's how I'm looking at it. I'm going to lean Sky. Once again, it's another spot where a team no-showed a game against a weaker opponent. It was an an embarrassing loss against Seattle uh, for Chicago last game. I do think they'll look more focused. The Mercury are a useless team on the road. You mentioned the Mystics being bad on the road, but hold my beer because the Mercury were even worse on the road. They're the worst worst road (laughs) team. They were bad last year. They were bad last year. They're 1-11. They're 1-11 on the road. Like they're a useless road team. I I, I gotta go with the uh, sky here. I I just think when you're looking at the current form of the Mercury and the fact that Grinder's not playing, there's nothing really to like about this team. I, I'm gonna go with the sky. I'm gonna hope that once again they can actually show up for once. But I do think I'm gonna lean to Mercury team total under because I really don't know how they're gonna score. How are they supposed to score in this game? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, you got to hope for a Michaela Onyewede or, or even Mariah Jefferson because Mariah Jefferson's been really good in the past. Maybe she you has. Pray a- that Tarazi turns back the clock for a game and has like twenty. Man, I don't. 
or like Sophie Cunningham just gets open from three. Like you have to just like hope for your role players, but it's like, and I think that that's going to be fun prop wise, like prop wise. I think that may be fun to like have fun and bet a role player to go off. Cause if you hit, you're probably going to get somewhere in the, you know, 10 to one range, but yeah. man, I, I'm no Chicago all the way. <laughs> there's no, it, there's Chicago first half, Chicago, especially first half. I think Chicago's a way better first half team, but yeah, man, I, 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 I've been fading this Mercury team all year, and I'm not backing it without Brittany Griner and potentially no Tarasi. And that's why this total is at 155 and a half and probably the lowest total we've seen all season. And, I mean, under. The first if, if, you said the Liberty, if you said the Liberty scored 60 points at the end of the day, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, just to go through the two regular season meetings so far, each meeting landed below 145. So I'm going to go with the under. 145. Yeah. Both games went under that. So I'm going to take the under as well. That's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. All right. Uh, player props. I mean, I don't see any for the Mercury. The only thing I see is Cunningham 15 plus points, which I don't want, but I want the threes. One and a half threes is minus 113 again. Sure. I'll take that. Yeah, take. I'll definitely take her threes. I like uh, for the Mercury. Give me uh, Brianna Turner over six and a half rebounds. Okay, uh, well, that's, that's a good call because somebody's gonna have to step up there. Yep, and Chicago's still not an all world beater offensively. So I consider a double double uh, with Turner if you can get that available because I know that some games have it, some don't. But yeah, you might get a really nice price there, and somebody's gonna have to rebound the ball. Yeah, I, I'm with you and. Give me Kalia Copper over, I guess, but that's really it. I think that anything could happen on Chicago's side because the Phoenix Mercury is so bad. Yep. Okay, next game on the slate. We have... The final game. The final game on the slate. Yeah, you're right. Dallas Wings, and it's a good one. Save the good one. Mm-hmm. Dallas Wings versus the Las Vegas Aces. Aces are a 10.5-point home favorite. 173.5 is the total injury report here for the... Las Vegas Aces, and we have uh, Raquana Williams suspended for all her off the field stuff. And you know she She's, already she hasn't injured. played all year anyway. Yeah, uh, uh, Alicia Clark is questionable with the face injury. You know Candace Parker's going to be missing extended time. Just got surgery, and for the Dallas Wings, clean injury report. Now, this is important to know. Two teams met prior already this season. Dallas covered both meetings. Vegas won the first one, 89-82. Second game in Dallas, went to Dallas, 80-78. to That was also so, back-to-back set. Yeah, They played back-to-back games. So Yeah, it was. With a day in between, they did. Yep. I mean... I'm taking the points. Oh, oh, 10 and a half is I, I sound found a 10 and a half. I, I think Caesars has 11. Like that's a lot of points for a team that you've kind of had some trouble with earlier this year. And I know Candace Parker hasn't exactly been a, a great player this season on the stat sheet, but I don't think it's a full coincidence that she got injured and the aces started giving up 80 plus points. They gave up 95 points last game to Chicago. Now, they haven't played in f- about five days, which is a very, is a very just weird scheduling spot for them uh, because the Liberty just played a back-to-back and the Aces haven't played since the 25th. But I think Russ could be a concern. But it's mostly just the fact that I think Dallas is still a very solid team. 
and they've been playing some good basketball lately. They're scoring a bunch of points. I think 11 or like 10 and a half is just too high. I'm going to take the points here because the Aces are fine with winning, but I'm not sure if they fully care about winning by margin. And they keep winning no matter how bad they've looked defensively. So I'm going to go with the wings plus the points. It feels a little bit high to me. I think these teams can somewhat match up without seeing the wings get totally embarrassed. Oh, my gosh, man. I just... It's dangerous stepping uh, the I know. I know, man. And I, it's just giving me series. And you know when you have a series, like, there's a point in time where the better team just kind of breaks through for a game and has and looks exactly how they're supposed to. It's a great uh, spot. You have five days of prep, but you're also wondering if that's too much time off. You know? Man, this is the difference. They are 11-0 at home, which I will throw out there. But that is true. Yeah. This is this is the difference. The Aces without Candace Parker, Asia Wilson's been doing everything, man. Offensively, she's been great. I'm sa- I'm just saying defensively, they've not been as sharp, and Dallas does have a yeah. lot of firepower offensively. Man, I think I like the over in this game. I think you're. Gonna, I know it's a high total, but I see a bunch of points. I'm gonna follow my gut. I'm gonna back the Aces in the first half minus six and a half. I know it killed me last time, and I think we, and that's we probably both can why win, people. So. Yeah, and and people are gonna. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna still back aces minus ten and a half for the full game, and just say that this is the one that they break through. But at that first half minus six and a half, I, th- I think they because they had two bad first halves those first games, uh, two really rough first halves. I think this is where they kind of settle in, play their brand of basketball. Asia Wilson probably has a dominant first half where she probably has some fifteen points or something like that. And uh, really, really puts it on them early on in the game. And that really, like, puts the pressure on Dallas to try to score to keep up. Like, I think this is a definite, hey, Dallas, you're going to have to score to keep up in this one because the Aces have gotten quicker in pace. They've gotten a ball to their best players more, which has increased in scoring with Candace Parker being out. So, yeah, I'm going to back the Aces here. I like them in this one. It's really tough. It's really, really tough. And I understand uh, the plays on Dallas for sure. I think it's basically a coin flip for the sake of this spread. So I'll take the points in that case. It's usually a general rule of mine. If I'm not sure, I'll just take the points. And I'm doing standard Liberty uh, total betting. Give me the, not Liberty, uh, standard Aces total betting. Give me the first half over 88 and a half. Once we cash that, coming in on the under for the full game. Okay. All right. Any player props or anything else you got? Um, not really. You mentioned Asia Wilson. I am wondering, though, with Wilson being so good, if that's going to cause McCown to struggle because Wilson can shoot the jumper, and McCown is a bit of McCown a stiff. She, so, she, might, she might be in foul trouble today. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like It's really a bad matchup for her yeah. in particular because Wilson is so much faster than her. So I would actually McCallum play McCallum unders because she just had a she just had a good game last game too. Though, I'm pretty sure. Once again, I would play McCallum unders. That, she screwed me that one time against Indiana, and she's been great ever since. But I just she's think at that fourteen and a half. I know it just it's looking at the actual matchup. It's just such a bad matchup with Asia. Wilson. Yeah. No. Not. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me McCallum under 20, 14 and a half minus one twenty five. Yeah, we're on the same page here. I just think foul trouble is going to be a problem. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking about the rebounds. I wasn't I'm even... wondering if they're just going to abuse pick and roll and just drag her away from the basket. 
I I think I you have something numbers. there. I think you have some. I'm not I'm not there to play the rebounds, but I get your angle. But I will definitely play under 14 and a half points. That's way too many points. She's not she. The scoring went up. That doesn't mean her scoring is going to go up. That just means that the best players are going to score more. So okay, like, so I she think, played against the Aces twice. 14 and 12, 14 and 11. So she did go over the rebounds, but the points went under. Yeah. 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 14 and a half is too many. Minus 125. Right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Spin the wheel around the aces. Who else has the big game? I'm going to guess Plum. Haven't talked I'm about gonna... Plum recently on the show. We usually just um, go for Chelsea Gray, but. Yeah, I know. And I, I'm going back to Chelsea Gray. <laughs> I'm going back to Chelsea Gray. Nah, Jackie Young has been a model of consistency over the course of the season. So, uh, and she's at 15 and a half. Her prop has never been that low. So, I'll go. I'll go Jackie Young, and I can't never get away from playing point guard. I'm gonna play point guard on the assist. Actually, I keep forgetting about her assist. I'm gonna play her on the assist. Seven and a half at even money. That's. I think she's definitely good for eight. So, give me point guard for eight assists. That's probably one of my favorite pops. I'm not gonna lie. All righty here. Let's move. No, that's it. We didn't that's do it. all the games. All right. Lock dog and prop time. Let me kick things off for my lock. Let's go to the Liberty are in that travel spot. So let's go with the fade Minnesota train. Give me Connecticut minus six and a half in the first half. Okay. Or should I go to a team so no, no, let's go six and a half. Let's play the spread. I don't think Minnesota scores. So and Connecticut's defense is really good. Slow pace of game. I think that's gonna really fuck with Minnesota. So Connecticut, minus six and a half in the first half. Very simple and easy there. For my dog. Let's go with curious where you're gonna go yeah i'm curious where i'm about to go too did we see if there was a where's that mercury game did we see if they had a double double dang no, they, don't didn't, they, they didn't have it no <sighs> you can do turner rebounds though if you just want to take it safe that actually intrigues me let me hit the bet 365 real quick and see what they you gotta be it might give you all rebounds there. potentially who knows yeah that's what i'm hoping for because I think she actually really can't have a good day on the boards. There's really, I mean, even with Brittany Griner there, was nobody challenging her on the boards. Nope, they don't have a boards play. Uh, but I will take the Sophie Cunningham angle from you. And I will officially make my dog her to hit three at plus 230. That's my. So that last dog. game it was like two forty, two fifty, and it got there. Yeah, so three at plus two thirty. That's my official dog. But I want you to know, I am laddering. So give me four at plus six twenty five, and give me five at fifteen and one. Okay. And for my prop, point god assist going back to her. Give me point god assist over seven and a half at plus one hundred. All right. All right. Uh, so for my lock, I'm going to go back to the prop that we both won on over the weekend. Give me John Quell over eight and a half rebounds at minus 113. Uh, she's walking into double doubles every game. So sure, I'll gladly take it. Uh, you're looking yeah. at the Sparks as well. Besides NECA, they really don't have many great rebounders. Uh, so I do think that John Quell should be able to park herself in the lane and get a bunch of free rebounds. So give me John Quell over eight and a half rebounds as my lock. 
For my dog, I'm going to go with Seattle Moneyline at plus 152. I, I was hoping to take something with Seattle and Jewel Lloyd, but they don't have that performance double, so I can't do it. So, so I'm going to go with Seattle on the money line at plus 152. Shout out, though, to Jewel, 30 plus points at plus 550. But I'm going to oh, go with bonus, bonus play. Jewel, 30 plus yeah. points. I do think, once again, the fever we know cannot be laying points ever. And especially after what we saw over the last week against the Sparks, they just invent ways to lose games. I don't know how they <laughs> lost the first game in that series. They just handed that game over. But I think the Storm are going to win. Uh, so give me plus 152 on them. And for my prop, I'm going to go back to Cunningham over one and a half threes at minus 113. Don't fix what isn't broken. She has a lot of volume recently. Brian, uh, then, of course, you're looking at Griner, who's not playing. So you might get even more shots for her. But she stands behind the three-point line, chucks a bunch of shots, and they usually go in. So give me Cunningham over one and a half threes as my prop. All right. Anything else for people before we get up out of here? No, not really. Looking forward to the six-game slate. Should be fun. All right. Here, he's at Rush Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore. I got 21 people in the stream right now. Appreciate y'all. All 21 of y'all. Drop a like on the video before you head up out of here. And for those that were able to catch this on audio version, just go ahead and drop a review like you're right there in the app. Just quick five-star review, couple of nice words. Keep it pushing. Appreciate all of that. Other than that, I really have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of any podcast just going to do like this. We are out of here.